It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 8.07 on a Saturday morning, 69 degrees outside now. This is a great, pleasant day to do some gardening tomorrow. Maybe a little rain. We can look forward to that. Our number on lawn and garden, 404-872-0750. Any question about your lawn, your trees, your shrubs, your bugs, your pests, anything you need to ask, we're here to answer. Barbara is in McDonough and joins us on lawn and garden. Hey, Barbara, good morning. Good morning. Hey, how can I help? Uh, I planted a tomato bush or tomato plant about five weeks ago and I notice it's beginning to curl. The leaves are beginning to curl. Huh. So is it twirling around the middle or curling at the ends? At the down? end of the leaves. Okay. And do you see some something that worries you? This is not something just natural because it's too dry or something like that? Is there other things that you're worried about with it? Mm, it's, well, they look a little yellow. Um, huh. But other than that, are they supposed to curl? Is that natural? There's a longitudinal curl. It goes down the center of the leaf and curls up sort of like a cigar, let's say. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a longitudinal curl that happens that is a normal thing. Some varieties are more susceptible to it than others. It's just called tomato leaf roll. And many times it'll roll up during the day and then widen out during the night. Sometimes it's a reaction to sunlight um, that they're trying to protect the inside of the leaf, and that's why they curl up. But if yours are yellow, let's just check fertilizer. When did you fertilize? What have you done to feed your plants? Uh, when I planted it about five weeks ago. It's about time to fertilize again. Okay. I think that would be good. I've been very, very pleased this year. I used, uh, let's see, a one, two, three, four of the tomatoes this year. I used milorganite, and I mixed a lot of it in the soil before I planted my tomatoes. And then the other four that I got from another place, I used uh, Osmocote, and both of them are just booming, just coming out of the ground like crazy. And I think I'm just fertilizing a little more this year than I did last year when the chipmunks ate mine by June. So what do I know about, about tomatoes from last year? But this year I'm hopeful that I will get more tomatoes and the chipmunks will be transported for free on a little vacation that I give them where I take them over to the playground and let them go with my live traps. So this year, fertilizer better and less chipmunks. I think I'll get some tomatoes. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm I put milorganite on them when I planted it. So, okay, uh, good, good. Do it again. Okay. Do it again. Or if you have some miracle Grow, you can use that as well. Okay. All right. Good luck Thank with you. it, Barbara. Thank you. Sure. Thanks for calling. Uh, Deborah, Deborah is on the line from down in Warner Robins. Deborah, hey, good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm quite good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I have a question concerning a dogwood tree that's approximately 15 years old. Okay. This particular tree has always been very slow growing. However, the last year it did a great deal of growth, and in the spring was beautiful wow, with the good. flowers. Okay. <clears throat> now, within the last week, this tree looks like it's literally had poison poured on top of it. Go on. What? What does it look like? Uh, it's, um, there's on the back side, and when I say back side, the back side of the tree gets the morning sun. Mm -hmm. um, the front side of the tree gets the afternoon sun. So on the front side, it literally looks like when you pour Roundup on something, and after a day or so, you start seeing it shrivel and brown. Yeah. That's exactly what it's doing. 
Huh. But you have it sprayed round no, up sir. on it. We you have haven't done anything we, to it. The only thing that's been done to my yard in the last two weeks is some fertilizer, and that was 10, 10, 10. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, this so it's is only really... So it's only on the half of the tree that's towards the lawn, towards the yard. Is that right? Yes, sir. I wonder, just I'm casting it out of my mind here, thinking, well, what could cause that? I wonder if there's any possibility that there was a lot of fertilizer applied in one spot and burned the roots on that side of the tree. But it's so deep and mulch. That's what I don't understand. Yeah. It would be different if it was a shallowed area with yeah. grass. Yep. But it's not, sir. This is a lot of mulch right there. And this is plain 10, 10, 10, not a weed and feed or something like that? No, sir. I've well, never the, the, seen anything yeah, like that. Yeah, the pattern. The pattern. I, I do a class for master gardeners about pat, recognizing patterns and your damage that you see and judging whether it's a disease or an insect or the weather or something like that on your plants. And the pattern to me indicates chemical damage because half of the roots being damaged by something would cause that half of the tree to be bad, to be scorched, like you're describing. The other side, the good side. Um, away from the lawn, wouldn't have had any uh, anything possibly applied to it. But boy, we don't have anything to blame it on, do we now, Deborah? We don't uh, have a weed killer or or a Roundup or anything to blame it on. No, sir. And the leaves, the leaves are actually, you know, they're when they're shrivel as they are shriveling, they actually look like a ruffle. Pump. Boy, that sounds like weed killer damage. I'll just have to say, when the leaves sort of crinkle and ruffle like that, it sounds a lot like 2,4-D broadleaf weed killer damage. That's exactly what it sounds like. Okay. Do some more investigation, Deborah, and see if you can f possibly find out what's going on. And I would be curious to hear a report back from you to see if you do discover something, but that's exactly what it sounds like to me. If there's some... Spraying because it drifted over on it, or just anything that would be a source of herbicide or chemical or something like that. Okay. Let me know. All right, give me uh, give me a report back in a couple of weeks, and let's see if we find anything. Is there any way that I could mail a twig? No, you know, no, because if I'm someone? I can't test anything. Um, you know, obviously I'm just just a guy with a home, and so I don't have a lab or anything like that. The University of Georgia has a testing laboratory there, but you have to say, I suspect X chemical is here. Can you test for it? And if you said, I suspect Roundup on this uh, dogwood twig, and they tested for Roundup and said, no, ma'am, it doesn't have any Roundup on it, they would not still test for 24 d because that's another type of test that they would have to do. It costs you another 25 or $30 mm -hmm. for that test. So sometimes it's more expensive than you would like to send it to a lab unless you have a specific chemical in mind that you wanted them to test, test it for. Okay. So, okay. so, so. But the pattern just sounds so much like chemical damage from something. So let me know. Give me two weeks and let me know, Deborah. Okay. Thank you, sir. All right. Thanks for okay. calling. Bye-bye. Intriguing. Very intriguing. What could have caused that tree to look? Mm, I'll think about that later, later on when I go home and see if I can think of anything else. Joe is out in Marietta, though. Joe has some questions about a plant that I love to talk about. Hey, Joe. Good morning. Good morning, Walter. So I what do you got? What wonderful privet. Yeah, and yeah, exactly, exactly. It, it was used uh, around outhouses. That's what it was made for. Sure. In any event, um, it's grow. It's 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 a line of privet to uh, hide some air conditioning units planted by the contractor thirty years ago. Right. But I was. It's grown to, and I keep it trimmed. But it's grown now to about eight or so feet tall, and I want to cut it back to about three feet and let just let it start again. Okay. 
Uh, can I do it now, or do I have to wait? Permission granted. Yeah, <laughs> you can do it now. You can't kill it, can you? It would be a hard thing to do. If you spray Roundup on it, you can kill it. But if you <laughs> just cut it off, it'll usually re-sprout in the next couple of weeks, and you'll have good growth by midsummer. As long as it's watered, not too dry, and things like that, as long as you give it a little bit of a good environment, then you usually prove it comes right back. Good deal. And, and you can you use a chainsaw to cut the stalks, or you need to have a nice blade saw? Okay, I will be I will be kind to your privilege. I would say use a clean clean cut. Don't use a chainsaw. Use something to give you a nice clean cut across the top. Okay, I got it. I appreciate <laughs> it. Have a good one. I have done my share of torturing a privilege before, but in this case, I want to say, Joe, you got to treat it nice. Give it a little clean cut across the top. And, I torture it too. It'll do better there. Thanks for calling, Thank Joe. Thank you very much. You bet. Bye-bye. See you Bye. soon. It's 816. In the next half hour, Jerry in Douglasville has a question about his raspberries. He's growing them in the buckets, and can he plant them in the ground? We'll find out more about that. Kim in Toco Hill wants to know about killing poplar seed seedlings. I can certainly see why that would be the case. I'm killing round uh, sweet gum seedlings in my backyard from the sweet gum tree that's dropping all of its seeds everywhere. Don't forget, tomorrow, Sunday, you can pick up your Atlanta Journal-Constitution, find out the reporting on what's happening in the news as well as they've had a really, really good uh, series on race relations in Atlanta. Right now, there's another that I read yesterday about their trips in, on MARTA. Different people talking about how their experiences on MARTA have been and how that effect was affected by their race. And besides that, you get hundreds of dollars in coupon savings in the Sunday Atlanta Journal-Constitution. It's 817. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. Thank you, Jason Byers. A quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. Today, the rain chance is about 20%, high of 88 degrees. Overnight, the low in the well, mid-60s, we guess the high 60s, tr truthfully said. Tomorrow, the showers and storms are more likely. High of 82 degrees, low of 69 tomorrow. Your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes on News 95.5 and AM 750 WSB. Jerry in Douglasville. Please join us on Lawn and Garden, Jerry. Hey, good morning. Good morning. How can I help? Uh, I, I have some raspberries that uh, I dug up last year and put them in buckets uh -huh. because they were spreading out too much. Oh, good. And I'm just wondering, in this heat and the dry, is this a good time to transplant them back into the ground? More they're going to be happier in the ground than they will be in your buckets when July comes around, Jerry. <laughs> uh, you'll do them a great favor. And when you get them out of the bucket, if they've been there for more than just a couple of months, you'll see all these white roots, raspberries just spread roots, and you know they do because you dug up the ones that had spread further than you wanted. But there'll be all these white roots in there, so as best you can, dig a, dig a pretty wide area and uh, spread the roots out in it in the wide area before you plant them in the ground or before you cover it over in the ground there. But yeah, it's time to do it now and should be no problem. Water it in and raspberries take off again. So I need to keep them watered. Yeah, yeah, just for the first week or so, just as those roots get established in the new home. All right. All right.
You answered my question. There you go, then, Jerry. I can go on and <laughs> talk to Kim, then. Thank you for calling. Thank you. We got Kim on the line in Toco Hill. Hey, Kim, good morning. Whoops, wrong line. There call. he is. Hey, Kim. Hi. Thanks Bye. for taking my call. Um, I have some poplar trees that have come up. They came up last summer, but I wasn't able to address them at that time. And, and actually, while you've been talking, I have some privet, too, that's come up. Mm-hmm. And they're about four feet tall. If I just snip them off the ground, mm-hmm. will that pretty much lead to their demise? Or do I have to put Roundup on them or dig <laughs> up the roots? If you're really persistent about continuing to cut off the leaves, eventually, yes, they'll starve. Privet, on the other hand, from personal experience, I know that if you just cut it off and leave it, it's going to re-sprout and it will have new leaves. It'll be as big as it was, big as it is now next year. So if you just continue to cut the leaves off, that's one way of controlling them. If you want to do it quicker and more surely, then paint the stump with Roundup. Okay. Your, your choice, either way, is fine with me. But okay. uh, they will come back, popular, I think, and privet. Okay, great. All right, well, thanks a bunch. You're welcome, Kim. Thanks Bye. for calling. It's 827, or oh, it's 826 and a half, let's call it. I talked a minute ago about going to my website and signing up for the newsletter that you can get there, but you can also sign up to follow me on Twitter, and that's where we answer questions, and I tweet things during the week, different topics that I think are interesting, as well as Facebook, Georgia Gardner on Facebook, and Pinterest, I just... Uh, Posted, what did I post this past week? Florida betony, which is a miserable weed. It's called rattlesnake weed because the roots look just like a little rattlesnake rattle at the end of it. It is tough to control. Virginia buttonweed, that's another one I posted recently. Virginia buttonweed is awful in a lawn. It's terribly hard to control. I posted both of those on my Pinterest board. And so if you are a part of the Pinterest community, if you're a part of the Twitter community, and if you're part of the Facebook community, any of those social media outlets, that's where I am too. Sign up. Go to WalterReeves.com and click on the buttons and sign up today. It's 827 and a half at News Talk WSB. More Lawn and Garden and the Pike Pick of the Weekend coming up after news. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. It's brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center. Playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. It's 836, 71 degrees outside, going up into the mid-80s, maybe high 80s later on this afternoon. If you are out and about today, of course, you want to run by your local Pike Nursery because today something special is going on. I let my friend Mickey Gasway announce what's going on at Pike today, but this is a great day for Pike, Mickey. Yes, it is. We get to show a little bit of our appreciation for our customers because we've got the best customers ever. So this is Customer Appreciation Day. And when does it start? And it's, well, it's all day long, and everything is 20%. Uh, well, almost everything. Pine straw, no. Sod, no. Everything else pretty much is, um, is 20% off. And um, we're serving hot dogs and Cokes, uh, or drinks. I'm not supposed to say Cokes. Drinks. Um, 
until um, from 11 to 1. 11 to so 1. I mean, will come back and enjoy themselves. I'm thinking very seriously about coming over to Toko this afternoon and seeing how the hot dogs are doing over there this, today. <laughs> so you may see me there, as a matter well, of fact. Well, I hope you come over. I'd love that. I've been we to them would. before. I've been to the grilling event a couple of years ago, and it was just so much fun. People just standing around eating hot dogs and talking about plants and sitting on some of the patio furniture that they had around it. It was just great. I enjoyed yeah, it a lot. It's fun. It's a fun day. We all look forward to it. Uh, what was I, I was thinking to myself of something that I wanted. Oh, hibiscus. Do y'all have hibiscus? Uh, not the tropical, but the hardy hibiscus? Like the mishudos? Yeah. We, I don't think we've got any at this store, but we've had them at some stores. So some people have probably got like the big dinner plate. Yeah, after it, after exactly. Um, we did have some. I don't think we've got any right now, but they are available. So probably some of the stores have them. So uh, just ask. I know that was the first question I wanted to ask because I have a place that a, a nice big dinner plate hibiscus would look really good on my property. And the other one was to ask about black and blue salvia. Mm-hmm. I, I am going well, to now, try. It's a I fabulous plant. This, so I don't want people to be confused because it's what we've got now, or part of what we've got now, and I'm convinced it's the same thing, is black and bloom. Yes, black and bloom. I, but I, I think got the it's same exactly thing. the same thing as black and blue. They're both salvia garinetica and they look alike to me i don't know maybe but i have had a clump of salvia garinetica which was a black and bloom or black and mm-hmm. blue when i planted yeah. it five years ago and now when it comes up it has these little bitty stalks of flowers on it whereas the one that i bought at pike uh, two months ago and planted it is covered in those huge beautiful wonderful salvia black and blue blooms and i'm wondering if after four or five years they somehow weaken or change maybe or it does. i or don't know but i've got some something. that um i mean they're huge they look just like these and they've been in four or five years yeah. but i do take some of mine out every year does yours bloom the, now the same as it did four or five yeah, years ago it looks just like it did before I may not be fertilizing enough. Maybe that's the reason. Well, I'm not a good fertilizer, so I don't know about that, but mine has come back really good. Well, I noticed my neighbor has black and blue planted a swath 20, 30 feet long, I guess. There were five plants four years ago, I think, and now it's just solid, solid black and blue salvia. Is is, is your neighbor's big? It is big. It's four, it's easy, three and a half, close to four feet high, but it's not blooming either very well, whereas, again, the fresh one that I planted just this spring is doing great. looks fabulous. Well, Hmm. I haven't haven't got any of the new to put it right beside each other, but, man, still, I haven't noticed it looking smaller. All right. But I'll look at it today, and I'll let you know. This is indeed something for us to figure out together and look and observe our black and blue salvia, which we agree is a great plant and which will be, if it's on sale at Pike today, 20% off at all Pike Nursery locations, along with the hot dogs from 11 to 1 today. Also, come in. We've got our Kamado Joe grills, mm-hmm. and they're two hundred and fifty dollars off the mm. the basic ones, when it's usually a thousand dollars, and it's seven fifty. And those are wonderful, they're fabulous grills, fabulous. Love I mean, them. The love ability love to them. Could control the temperature inside by just turning the little vent thing at the bottom and making sure that the yeah. air goes through it. They're terrific grills, and they really hold the heat. They're terrific. Yeah, Stan is machines. the grilling champ in our house, and so. Uh, he loves his, so I hope everybody will check those out. Yeah. And we've got all kind of deals on the um, lawn furniture and patio furniture and 
all kind of trees and shrubs. And then next, uh, next Thursday, we got the Succulent Garden Night. We have to register for it. So if you want to learn about succulent gardens, making one of your own, I think Thursdays at select locations, we have the succulent class, too. Yeah, and you have to sign up online for that. All right. Sounds good. All right. So, Mickey, today, 20% off on most things, not everything, mm-hmm. but most things at all Pike Nursery locations. Grilling on the Komodo, Komodo Joe Grill at 11 o'clock to 1 o'clock. And... The second class next Thursday. It's going to be a great week. It'll be a A great great week at Pike Nursery. Where would we go to find all the Pike Nursery locations? At pikenursery.com. You got it. Mickey, I'll see you soon. See you later. Bye. 404-872-0750, the number you can dial to get in to get your garden question answered this morning. John has a problem. John's in Noonan. Oh, boy. What do you got, John? Hey, uh, Walter. Just bamboo is... uh, killing me i planted it a few years back and thought i could control it you know burying it in like a metal box yeah. and stuff but yeah. you can't control it and it's you you kill it and cut it down dig it up i actually had a little track hoe and dug up a quarter of my yard wow and, every, and everywhere i didn't cut i have you know if you don't get every root dug up and I'm trying to figure out without going back and digging the yard up again, uh, is there a spray? I put Roundup on some and not really noticed a, you know, maybe a little yellowing of the yeah. leaves. But other than that, it's it's just like it, you kill it over here on the right and it pops up six feet over on the left. John, you are a perfect poster child, John, for why I tell people don't plant bamboo. It is just never going to be a good thing. Five years down the road, ten years down the road, you'll think, why did I ever? Why? Oh, my God, why did I do that? So well, it, looks, it looks great back there around the pool area, all yeah. tropical and jungle-looking, but now the whole house is going to be engulfed in it. John, the only permanent solution for it is to either A, dig it up, or B, be persistent for two years in cutting off all the leaves. That's, that's where they eat. They eat through their leaves. They eat sunshine, and if you don't have leaves, you can't grow. So if you'll use a track hoe where you have to, it's close enough to the house, you can get in there and dig it out. And every other place, put a little machete by the back door and go out and snap off all the, the uh, combs where they come out of the ground. Just never let it have a leaf on it, and that is about all you can do. Roundup, as you say, doesn't do a whole lot of damage at all to it. Mm-mm. No, I just didn't know if there was something that would soak down and get to them little nodules no. along the roots and no. kill them. But. No, no, nothing, wow. nothing around. It is just simple physical starvation from the leaves being chopped off or, or digging it out with a with your machinery. Wow. Well, I certainly appreciate it. Thank you. All right, John. I wish I had a miracle bamboo be gone, yeah. but I just don't. I wish it did. That's right. Drive Thank safely. You very much. Drive safely, John. We'll see you soon. Yeah. Yeah, well, you learn, you learn, you learn. Hopefully a lot of listeners out there right now who have thought, contemplated, thought that like John they could control bamboo have heard from John that mm, that bamboo will go places you didn't expect it to be. John in Locust Grove, second John, join us on Lawn and Garden, John. Hey, man, good morning. Hey. Good morning. Hey, we bought a beautiful fig tree down in Eastman, Georgia, and brought it up, and we're going to plant it. We haven't planted it yet because the spot I want to put it in has Confederate rose. But anyway, the leaves keep turning yellow and dropping off, and I believe we're watering it properly. Mm-hmm. But any insight in what we can do to save this thing? Did the root system look pretty good when you planted it? Uh, we haven't planted it. We've oh. left it in the container. Okay. Planted it in the ground. 
Can you do that? Is that what your plans are to put it in the ground somewhere? Yeah, but we uh, the spot I have for it needs it's by the road and it's just uh, not very good dirt unless I bring in a bunch uh, and put some nice dirt there. You probably would do it a favor by just digging a temporary place to plant it and put it in the ground there. Because pots seem to me never to, they get heated up during the day the sun shines on it, the soil gets hot, and the roots just shut down. And so I think that's what's going on. So I think the roots will be happier in the ground if you find a temporary holding place till you get the place by the road fixed up. Can it be a, can it be a shady spot? Yeah, it can be. Oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, well thanks so much. All right, and then is it... Don't leave it Am in I the running? shade permanently, but, you know, leave it in the shady spot for another two or three weeks won't hurt anything at all. Oh, okay. So that uh, taking it out of the pot, putting it in a hole, and then taking it back out of that hole, and over a couple of weeks on. Yeah. I thought they were hard to transplant. Yeah, exactly. They're not hard at all to transplant. They can stand the, the moving around that you do to it without much damage to them at all. All right. How about the Confederate rose I got to take out? Well, that'd be fine too. Another tough plant, easy to move, and generally speaking, it's not going to give you much problem. It'll wilt uh, pretty badly the first five days, six days after you transplant it. But after that, it should uh, find new roots pretty quickly. All right. Well, everybody in Locust Grove who wants a Confederate rose plant, it's at the corner of uh, Kimball Farm Drive and Thorn Road. All right. Let them know, John. Thanks for calling, man. God bless. We'll see you soon. It's 846. we got time to get Nabila in here. Nabila, hey, good morning. Good morning. I spoke to you a couple of weeks ago. Yes. You gave me a couple of names for the... Bermuda grass seeds. Yes. When I went to the local stores, I didn't find it. They carry some of the brands, but not the one which you told me. I see. There so was Sahara. To... There's Princess 77. Right. Princess Sahara. 77, yeah. Uh, they Yukon. don't carry any of those stores locally. Don't carry those Bermuda seeds at all. They don't have any Bermuda seed at all? Is that they what you... have it, but they have their own variety, like... Um, I don't Pen Penning name. Pennington has a variety of, of seeds. Pennington. Yeah. Pennington, they carry it, and they carry the other one, Scott seeds, and there's one more variety. So they carry those three, and that's all they carry. I think I would do that. Go ahead and use one of those, Nabila. I think you'll be fine. They're, it's going to okay. look fine. And even though it might not be as pretty, maybe as Princess 77 would be, I think any of the name varieties by Pennington or by Scott's or by some other brand uh, manufacturer okay. or grower would I think would be fine for you. Okay, and it's still the time I can still do it. It's the perfect. It's right now. Go ahead and plant. Yes, it is. All right. Thanks a lot. Be sure to water it. Don't forget that. Got to water. Oh, but if you plant it now, it'll be great. The Bermuda comes straight up out of the ground and thinks, whoa, it is May, June in Georgia. And that's what Bermuda grass loves. It's 847. We'll be back after this. This is Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. We'll be covering breaking news, Kirk Mellish weather, and traffic red alerts through the weekend. And the Southeast's largest news team is here for you first thing Monday morning when you head back to work. News 95.5 at AM 750 WSB. Now back to Walter Reeves and the lawn and garden advice you need. And a quick weather update brought to you by Ackerman Security. A small chance of rain today, not very much at all. Better ch bigger chance tomorrow. High today around 88, 89 degrees. Tomorrow, as I said, showers and thunderstorms.
possible tomorrow. We'll see a little bit more chance of rain then. Highs around 82, lows around 69 overnight. Right now it is 72 degrees at Newstalk WSB, and your full weekend forecast comes up in 10 minutes. This is a big afternoon for Ashley Frasco. What are you going to be doing today, Ashley? There's... Every day of the year, really, the traffic team remembers Captain Herb Emery, but there are two times throughout the course of the year that we're really able to honor him. So every May, we do the Memorial Motorcycle Ride. Mm -hmm. So that is coming up this morning at Fred's Barbecue House in Lithia Springs. And you're going to ride? I hope so. We'll see. If not on a motorcycle, then in um, Captain Herb's Mayberry patrol car that his wife Karen had made for him years ago. It's it's fantastic. It's just like Mayberry. So you were riding, what, three weeks, five weeks ago? When were you riding recently? Because I saw the picture of you on the big motorcycle riding around. And so what was that about? Uh, about a month ago was the state of Georgia's police memorial ride. So they do that every spring as well. And that was literally, I want to say, eight or nine hundred Wow. bikers from all over the southeast they were yeah. in town for a conference as well so they participated that was an amazing ride through downtown atlanta around piedmont park now this one today is in captain herb's home county of douglas county and the ride maybe is about i, I hope i have it right 10 or 15 miles but around douglasville lithia springs just staying within douglas county mm-hmm. and all of the community comes out to support that and we we love it the traffic team is a huge part of that every year is it a fundraiser do you raise money we are. All the proceeds, the registration's $25 a bike and $10 per passenger, and it is for Captain Herb's charity, Toys for Tots, which right. he supported and did a Christmas event every year at Fred's Barbecue House, so we keep that tradition alive. So yeah, there's t-shirts for sale as well, commemorating mm-hmm. the event. Today I'm wearing my second annual Captain <laughs> Herb Memorial Ride t-shirt. Um, this is the fourth the annual. Fourth I cannot yeah. believe, Walter, our co-worker has been gone for almost... Four years, three yeah, every years. Every time I go over the flyway and see the Herb Herb Emery flyway, I think about him and miss him and just really miss the guy. He was such a great personality and a great friend in WSB. And did so much for the community, too. Yeah. I mean, he was a mentor to all of us young kids on the traffic team, but so involved in Douglas County. So, of course, his, his wife, Karen, keeps that relationship alive and... We love doing it every year. So then in May, today, join us for the motorcycle ride. And then we do the big Christmas Toys for Tots event there at Fred's Barbecue House as well every December. All right. Ashley, thank you so much. Ashley Frasca, the greatest traffic reporter we have on the team. All right. She's got a lot of good colleagues, too. You can follow her at Twitter at Ashley Frasca WSB. Follow me as well at Walter Reeves. So in a great Saturday morning, Ashley screening calls, answering questions by the handfuls off the air. She is so good. Jason Byers finding music. She found all sorts of B-52s and other music for us this morning. If you did not get your question answered, go to WalterReeves.com. And if you want to see us again, we'll be right here next Saturday morning for another edition of Lawn and Garden.